Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. Lord bless you. Another great day, exciting day to serve the Lord because, you know, this is the day the Lord's made. And I don't know about you, but I want to rejoice and I want to be glad in it. Thank you for listening to KBXL 94.1 and Life Point. And I am so happy to be able to connect with you. I've had such a good time this year down at the State House. It's been a wonderful month of January, one of the best months I remember being at the legislature. It has been tremendous, and we have 31 new representatives, and they are just the neatest people. And and, and Speaker Mike Moyle is doing a phenomenal job leading the legislature, and I'm just it's just exciting. It's exciting to be a part of, and it's exciting to be able to share a, a brief devotional testimony uh, prayer with the house every single day. And I'm thankful for that opportunity, but I'm glad that God gives us opportunities and we need to take advantage of those opportunities to show people the love of God. Well, I want to share today out of James, one of my favorite books of, you know, because you hear it fairly often on here. And I want to talk about submitting ourselves to God. Something that's so vital. Yesterday was Valentine's, and I talked about how Valentine's, how we needed to love God, love people with all our heart, and do something for somebody. But you know, it all starts with submitting ourselves to God. Submit ourselves to God. Our Heavenly Father, open our hearts. Open our minds to what you'd have for us. God, let us be led by your Spirit May the Holy Spirit of God move us to do great things and to be responsive people. Lord, we can listen to the Word of God all day. We could listen to Christian leaders talk, but if we don't respond, if we don't take action, what are we about? Lord, help us to be people who take action. May the Word of God open our hearts and minds today as we read from the epistle of Ephesians and listen to the Apostle Paul and the things that he had to say as he talks to the church at Ephesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, there's a lot of great chapters. I love 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, which is all the chapters. I love the uh, the book of James, and it's just it's it's one of those that you can just read through, and you can constantly find just tidbits. You could find four or five verses here, four or five verses there. It's just, it's just wonderful. You know, I'm um, even if you go to chapter 2 and look up verse 8, it says, if you really keep the royal law found in the Scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, you're doing right. You know, that's what I was kind of talking about yesterday. Love your neighbor as yourself, doing things to show people the love of God. Well, today I'm in the fourth chapter, and I'm just going to talk about, again, submitting ourselves to God. And he goes on to start in the fourth chapter. He says, hey, what causes fights and quarrels among you? He's talking to the Ephesians. He says, what causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire, but you do not have, so you kill. You covet, you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and you fight. Do Do you not know because you do not ask God? You do not have because you do not ask God is actually what that says. When you ask You do not receive because you ask with the wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your own pleasures. That's why, folks, we have to submit ourselves to God, to know what God would have us do. 
God would have us follow him. God would have us be about spiritual business, not about our own, not about our own desires. That's the problem. We do not have because we ask with the wrong motives. Ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. What is your motives? Well, I want to be wealthy. I want to have enough. I want to do this or that. Or is your motives? I want to honor God in the best way I know how. The greatest thing I've ever done in my life is listening to God. When God asked me to give extra to this or that or to someone else or to to handle something in a way and I'm obedient, God blesses every time. And I don't do it to get a blessing. I do it because I feel like I'm led by the Spirit of God to do it. And, you know, I I, I don't always want to blame something on God. Well, God told me. I don't say God told me. I believe I sense the Spirit of God leading me. And I, and I know if it's right and good and has a great effect, that this is exactly what God wanted. Many times over the years, I've done some things by the prodding of the Holy Spirit, and I knew when I, de- when I had done them that they, that is exactly what God wanted me to do. He confirmed it in my spirit. I knew that I was doing the right thing. Follow what God would have for you. And when you, ha- when you ask if you do not receive, it's because you receive, you ask with the wrong motives. Ask with the right motives, that they're not pleasures for yourself. It's to help someone else. It's to show someone else the power of God. Well, Peter gets on these people. He says this in verse 4, You adulterous people, don't you know that the friendship with the world means enemy against God? Yes, he's saying, look, you know, you start being friends with the world. You start doing the things of the world and trying to please somebody else. You know, you, you become you, enemies of God. You're against God. And I see this happen a lot in families, that people will sacrifice their Christian beliefs to make their son or daughter happy. They will give up something to make their kids happy. They'll allow sin in their kids' lives uh, just because they don't want to hurt their feelings. People of God, we better stand up for the things of God. If you want to be blessed by God, you better be honest and stand up for him. He says, therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. You choose to be a friend of the world. You choose to support worldliness, the things of the world. You're an enemy of God. Folks, this world is going to pass away. Every one of us are going to give account for our life. What are you going to say to God when he says, what did you do with my son, Jesus Christ? Well, we gave in. We 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 just I just didn't want to hurt my kids' feelings and this and that. So we we just kind of gave in a little bit. We still love you, God. He knows your heart. He knows your intention. People of God, it's time to stand up. Then he says, verse five. Or do you think Scripture says without reason that He's jealously longs for the Spirit He has caused to dwell in us, but He gives us more grace? And why Scripture says God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. So then what I've titled this today is Submit to God. This is where we get this from is verse 7 of James chapter 4. He says, submit yourselves then to God. When does he say this? He says this after he's telling them to avoid the worldly pleasures, avoid the worldly people, get busy following the people of God and the things of God. And he says, once you have got your mind and heart in order, submit yourself then to God. Resist the devil, 
and he will flee for you. What does flee mean? He will run from you. He'll stay away from you when you are submitting yourself to God. And then he has another great, great sentence here in verse 8. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Spend time with your heavenly Father, and he will draw near to you. Do the things your heavenly Father wants you to do, because you see it in the Word of God. You start changing some of your patterns of your life. You start not living by the world's standards, by God's standards. You'll see God work in your life. He said, wash your hands, your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and well. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. That sounds kind of, what is he trying to say? He's saying this, humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. He said, you've got to humble yourselves before God. If you're not living gloriously for him, you know, you should be sad. You should have, shouldn't have the laughter in your life if you've turned your back on God. He said, brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. We're to slander one another, talk about one another. You know, we're always wanting to put someone else down to lift ourselves up. He says, don't do it. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but you are sitting in the judgment on it. There is only one lawgiver and judge the one who is able to save and destroy. But you, who are you to judge your neighbor? We spend so much time judging people in our lives that we don't spend the time with, with the Lord like he wants us to because we're so concerned about what everybody else is doing. Oh, you see what they do? You see how they're living? They're doing all these things, and that's all we can talk about. Instead of showing them by example the love of God and showing them God's truth. And many times speaking up and saying, you know, the word of God says this. The word of God says, submit yourself to God. He says, resist the devil. Maybe you can say to your friend, are you resisting the devil? Why are you giving in to these things that the Bible says are wrong? Why have you succumbed to these things? Why have you justified these things? One of the things that is justified so often is premarital sex. Well, we're going to get married. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We have, and but so it's no big deal and this and that. Man, the law, the word of God talks all over about fornication, all over about premarital sex. And yet we just justify it. And we, people are sitting in the church. I'm glad they are sitting in the churches because the church is for sinners, but they're thinking they're okay. You're not okay when you live in sin. You're not okay when you live in drunkenness. You're not okay when you lie and you steal. You're not okay when you when you shun God and turn your back on God. That's why he says, submit yourselves then to God. Then what's his next line here? Resist the devil. And when you do that, he says, the devil will flee from you. People of God, let's have the devil flee from us. Let's get rid of the devil in our lives, anything that's going on that we sense is not right, let's change it. Let's turn it around. That's like I've said so many times. You get beat down, get back up again, turn things around, submit to God, and he will be near you. He wants to be near you. Our Heavenly Father, may we submit to you today. May there's some listening today that something has grasped their heart. May we submit to you. God, be with every listener. Watch over them 
guide them, lead them. Lord, we want to serve you with all our heart, soul, and mind. I love you, Lord, and I thank you for these great listeners. Bless their lives in Jesus' name. Amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.